But what the fuck is up, and welcome to the Phantasm Podcast. I'm Corey Gorkreis, with me, Dr. Benson West. <laughs> What's going on? We've had a hell of a time. We've been grinding through recording, honestly. This is just end of the night. We're pretty, yeah. pretty ready to go. Um, got Blood Red thrown on the show for you guys. And, uh, well, what, what movie we got? Well... For the turds, we've got a turd. We've got, we've got, we've got, we've got shopping mall. They broke into the mall for the wildest all-night party of their lives. At dead meat. But you're never alone in the chopping mall. What's that? Shopping mall. Where shopping costs you an arm and a leg. I'm sorry. <laughs> We got toilet store. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we need to hurry up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd hurry up. Up. If you'd hurry up and drink that beer, do that shot. We don't have a lot of time. Up. I'm off tomorrow. I got stuff to do. <laughs> I know. You got to hurry up because we, you know. No. Even that machine, even that robot's hurrying up. He's like, come <laughs> on, we got to go. <laughs> got to catch this guy now. <laughs> I think you may have picked a good one. It's perfect. No, okay, we. It's like, hey guys, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta catch this burglar. <laughs> He's trying to rob my my guitar. You want me to wand it? Okay, we got chopping mall from Vestron. <laughs> no, it's chopping mall. <laughs> and the turd from Lionsgate <laughs> that I paid fifty dollars for. <laughs> chopping time. <laughs> chopping bank. The print of this looks good, though. The DVD I had of this looked like dog shit. It was like filmed. <laughs> Just like the movie. It's dog shit. <laughs> I mean, this is a really, you know, very cult film. It, I, I really liked it when I first saw it, and then I don't know what drugs I was on when I watched this movie, but... <laughs> I watched it recently, and it's just like the biggest fucking hunk of shit I've ever seen. <laughs> for, for, it being, for it being such a popular movie in horror, um, it's just it's not good. I guess because it's just memorable. You don't really see any good robots. Is there any skinless in this? Um, I think there's a couple things in here. Um, it needs to be. It didn't. It doesn't save it. It's like weird, weird chick boobies, but. Uh, let's see when this I mean this movie is still going for like $30 why I don't know um, it doesn't make any goddamn well, sense well I mean you know <laughs> I guess because it's so highly regarded you know it was the first time it was on Blu-ray really didn't even need to be on Blu-ray <laughs> but that's okay we uh, took the biggest piece of shit on Amazon and and uh, served it up I mean, you know, it's it's good for horror collectors. Um, yeah, I don't think this thing will stay in print. No, it won't. Um, but yeah, it, it's good to have. It's it's really funny. It's I like, was fond of it as a kid, but it it is a really bad movie. It's very very campy. 
Um, let's see. Came out. Fucking shitballs. It came out in 1986. We can do 86 if you want. It's about an hour, hour and a half, which is, um, you know, your standard comedy film. It's <laughs> about an hour and a half. Anyway, so. Right. Um, then the cover for it looks like a fucking death metal album cover or something. And then when you watch it, it's like National Lampoon. <laughs> Chopping Mall. <laughs> Well, you know, it's funny that you said this because when I bought this, Jens was like, why did you buy that? You said that movie was a turd. <clears throat> and I was like, what do you mean? And he goes, we watched that. I was like, we didn't watch Chopping Mall. And he put it in and he had some kind of bootleg like 20 film DVD pack that had this Chopping in it. it. But it was called something else. It was called like like Robot Killers or something. But it was, the, it was <laughs> Chopping Mall. <laughs> See, I'm being I'm serious it was and and, uh, and I was like oh I guess I just spent a lot of money on something that I didn't want but truth be told <clears throat> I don't know if we've done uh, reviewed the year that this you know, movie <clears throat> came out I don't know if we've done 86 I don't remember doing 86 but if we haven't I'll run through some of the titles here um Little Shop of Horrors is a good one. And you got Star Trek for the movie. What was the Voyage Home? Yeah, the Voyage Home. Um, of course, these are just normal titles first, of course. Uh, we got Crocodile Dundee. Don't know if you're a fan of that. <laughs> That's not a tad. This is a tad. Yeah, I am. Uh, Top Gun. Got the Transformers movie. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Pretty in Pink. One of my favorites that the doctor showed me. <coughs> Blue Velvet. <coughs> Great film. Uh, Labyrinth. Got Stand By Me. You got another doctor favorite, The Fly remake. Uh, you got Aliens, which is really an overrated movie no we've definitely not done this because I, I just pulled up movie. the music and I don't recognize any of this uh, Howard the Duck <clears throat> which I don't know why people like so much um, Back to School you got Delta Force uh, Maximum Overdrive which we talked about earlier on the last podcast we got a Deadly Friend and then why does that not exist it's one of a great Wes Craven oh. movie then we got Cobra and Raw Deal all the ones I'm going to touch there. And then when we move into the horror, we've got some really good ones for horror movies. <clears throat> 1986, we got Night of the Creeps. we got From Beyond, which we will definitely be doing. We haven't picked the right time yet, but we're doing it. Uh, Critters. We've never done this. Uh, Friday the 13th, Part 6. <clears throat> uh, Jason Lives. Another one we need to do on the podcast, The Hitcher from 86. Love that movie. See uh, Thomas Howe? Yes. Gregor Howard? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's great. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, which we've done and we will be releasing eventually. Uh, it's a just a horrible, horrible thing, but it's, you know, we'll watch it. It's funny. Uh, Terror Vision, which we talked about on the last podcast. We should talk about 86 for a second, though, because this is a 30-year anniversary. Of? 1986. Right now. Oh, 
Yeah. It's 30 years. Of all these films. <clears throat> so some of these that aren't on Blu-ray need to be uh, Demons 2, uh, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, uh, Witchboard, which we need to do on the podcast. I love that movie. I've got it. Uh, Slaughter High, which is a great movie. Never well. seen it. It's good. The Wraith, 86. Uh, we got House, which we will be doing when that drops mm-hmm. from Arrow. Uh, Dead End Drive-In, which I want to check out. I've never seen it. Uh, Trick or Treat. One of my favorites. <clears throat> uh, Vamp. One of my favorites. Dead Time Stories, which will be out on Screen Factory soon. We'll do I don't that know that movie, well. but I'm not buying it. Uh, Manhunter, which is a great movie. Yes, it is. Uh, Rawhead Rex. Love it. Another awesome movie. Really awesome B-movie. Uh, Troll. Love it. And we've got Nightmare Weekend and Nomads. Nightmare Weekend, uh, that's out on Blu-ray. Breeders. Breeders I have on Blu-ray as well. Let's see. Psycho 3, which we've done. Mm-hmm. You guys check out our episode. Class of Newcomb High. Fucking love that film. It's a great movie. Uh, Poltergeist 2. Great movie. The Other Side, which will also be out on Screen Factory. And uh, that's all the ones I'm going to list here. Doctor, would you like to uh, some music on stuff? Over to the music for me. Since. Yeah, I'm just going to kind of bounce around. Oh wait, here. another another big one. Sorry that I totally missed from '86 is Highlander. Oh okay, came out '86. Great movie. Um, Wendy Williams, Commander of Chaos. Wendy Williams was from The Plasmatics. Oh, sorry, this is Big Trouble, Little China. Oh it's yeah, that's a great one. It's a great one. Drop the ball on that one. Sorry. No, you're good. Now we're on music. Um, Doctor's Choices, of course. Got uh, Raven. The pack is back. Onslaught. The Force. Um, Dio's Intermission. His live EP. <clears throat> awesome. Um, metal Church is the Dark, which is my favorite Metal Church album. Is that the second one? Yeah. Yeah, that one's awesome. It, it is. That one's good. my favorite too. Watch the, ch- uh, the ch- Watch the children pray or whatever on there. Right. Let the children do <clears throat> some shit like that. I don't remember. Uh, Quiet Rock QR3. Well, we got a good um, Robo kill there. Not Judas bad. Priest Turbo. Perfect. Black Which Sabbath. Also Se- Black Sabbath Seven Star. They're already dropping the thirtieth yeah, anniversary of Turbo. Out, the special edition next month. Right. Alice Cooper Constrictor. Best album. That's of course. Uh, nuclear game Nuclear game. Assault Game Over. Awesome. Um, Cinderella Not Songs. Any hair band <laughs> fans out there? David Lee Roth Edwin Small. Um, Sodom Obsessed by Cruelty Awesome uh, For me I have to plug this Just because I love Both of these records Rats Dancing Undercover And Queen's Rex Rage for Order um, Sepultura Morbid Visions Metallica's Master of Puppets Fate's Warnings Awaken the Guardian King Diamond's Fatal Portrait Flotsam and Jepsen Doomsday of the Deceiver Iron Maiden Somewhere in Time Dark Angel Darkness Descends Creator Pleasure Kill Slayer Rain in Blood Megadeth Peace Sells But Who's Bond Destruction, eternal devastation. I'm not done. There's a couple more I want to do. What a year for metal. '86. Um, this is this is the last one. I saved, in my opinion, the best for last of these. Ozzy Osbourne, and The Ultimate Sin. Oh yeah. So there you go. Some, because I when I first looked at the list, I thought we had done it, but I was like, no, we haven't. We've done '85. We haven't done '86. Yeah. Well, this guy in this film, I can't stand. That motherfucker. He's been in a lot of stuff. Mm. He's the gum chewing his butthole in this movie. Him with the glasses? 
No, the guy chewing the gum with the the mop. With the mullet? Yeah. He looks like a ball sack. And he lasted the whole goddamn film, too. It's annoying. Tankard was a band I never liked. I like some of their stuff. I really... I don't know. I can't deal with it. <clears throat> I like some of their stuff. Of course, Dick Miller's in this film. He's Walter Paisley, which he's like the... He's in the burbs. He's too. like the groundskeeper of the. He's a garbage uh, man the in the burbs. Yeah, he's always like a odd job character. And uh, fun she fact, looks familiar to me. Fun fact that I didn't know: Angus Scrim is in this movie. What? He's a Doctor Carrington, but he wasn't credited as Angus Scrim. He went as Lawrence Guy in this film. But it's the tall man. It is. Do you know where he's at in this? I have no idea. He's a doctor, so I'm guessing it's a... wonder if we've already missed it. Holy shit. Look this up for me. See if I'm right. The guy right there. That's the... He's in fucking Friday the 13th Part 2. Let me see. I know he is. I don't know how to look him up. There's no, like... Hold on a minute. I'm on it. I'm on it. I got it. I want to say it's John Terleski. Hold on. I'm on it. Where's that... But it came up already. Thirteen. Oh fuck! I got it. And I love how the director Jim Wynarski did the Killbots voices, which is really funny. Nick Siegel, maybe? <clears throat> it's not him. He was in Electric Boogaloo. It's not John Furley. Hmm. That was Jimmy in The Karate Kid, too. Oh, no, that actor is the guy that was staring at the girl that I like's butt <laughs> in part two. Yep. It is him? That is Russell Todd. And he played Scott in Friday the 13th part two. He's also in High Mountain Rangers. I don't know what that is, but... He's from Albany, New York. He's awesome. That's enough to keep this movie right here, the fact that he's in this motherfucker. That guy's in everything. Goddamn, that's the guy from fucking... Je- or, uh, God, what is his name? That guy on the left has been... In him, he has been in a million things. That's horror and TV. I have no idea. It's hard to find these assholes. <laughs> she was in fucking uh, none of the none of the, uh, not none of the creeps, but uh, none of the comment. <clears throat> There's some nice hanging butt, and that's Barbara Crampton, of course. Needs no introduction. This is her. Yeah, right there. 
That's Barbara. That's Barbara. How Barb- do I know her? It's Barbara Crampton. From? From Beyond and Reanimator. It is? Yeah. Is she nude in this? Mm, yeah, she totally is. You see, you see, I think you see everyone in here nude. This is kind of what saves this film, honestly. Um, which it was too quick, so I didn't give that a Mr. Skinless. We just saw a quick, really quick movie. But try to give you guys the... Is she still alive? I'd love to meet her. Crampton, yeah. God, that looks horrible. Damned river. <laughs> oh, uh... One of them in here is, that is on Deathstalker 2. I'm not familiar with that film, but... John Terleski. <clears throat> I want to say he's this gum-chewing asswipe. I can't really tell. <clears throat> trying to find some facts here for you guys about this film. Maybe where the mall is, and find some good, good tidbits from this. It was he also played the role of Cobra Kai member Jimmy, the Karate Kid. Was that that? Now you that see guy the guy in... with the glasses right there that's eating that. Yeah, he's in Bud Two, Bud the Chud. Yeah, or Chud My Bud Part Two, <laughs> whatever. I love that guy. I would love to meet him. Uh, this film was shot in a real California mall. They were allowed to as long as they didn't remove... You know, they uh, did not damage any of the mall, and they removed any traces of their presence before the mall opened at 9 a.m. says, the head of security, and I'm getting this from IMDb. God damn. says, while the mall's head of security didn't like the filmmakers and was constantly accusing You know the guy you don't like? Of causing disrepair. Mall's owner was supportive of the film and made sure the production was able to complete its work. The guy you don't like is in Deathstalker 2. That's who that is? John Trelesky? Thought so. I love him. I mean, in that. Yeah, he's just kind of, he's a rear in this, but... um, Let's see, Dick He's Miller. also an appointment with Death, which is a good movie. Dick Miller played the same character as he did in A Bucket of Blood. Jesus, he's in Secret Admirer with fucking C. Thomas Howell. I've got that on Blu-ray. It's another movie. Yeah, John Terneski. I'm keeping this. This movie's got a lot of good people in it. No, that's why it's good. You know, it's... it's the it's, cast of this is actually really good. It is. It's almost an ensemble cast of B-movies. Of B-movies. It, it really it is. I mean, it sounds dumb, but it really is. And, uh, you know, 86 was a great year for God. music and horror. And this, I don't know, this is just a cult film. I guess the cast is part to, partially to do with that. But, um... Yes, it is. That is him. Are you ready? Mm. No. Okay, I've already Ooh. looked him up. Ooh. Well, that was a... <clears throat> Toast to... See who else I can see. Okay, so there's the Friday the 13th part. What about that chick with the dark hair right there? I swear she's been in something else. Um, <clears throat> I say cheers to... But that's the guy throne. that's in Death Star? No. no. It's the guy that with the, that's the butthole. The gum-chewing butthole. Um... <laughs> <laughs> 
the have you seen what that Deathstalker <clears throat> Deathstalker Two is going for? A lot. Do you remember when I told you I bought it too? You're like, you yeah. Did. I think you were probably just like, what? <clears throat> um. God damn. I want to say that black-haired chick is Susie Slater. Uh, <clears throat> if it's uh, you're gonna think I'm Susie crazy. Slater. I think that girl with the dark hair was in Friday the Thirteenth Part Two as well. I swear I do. We got she's in Savage Streets, which is with uh, what's her name, Linda Blair. Okay. Bunch of crap. I'm a big picture. Uh, I don't think that might not be her. I'm pretty sure it is though. They don't have pictures for any of these. Nope. This says blonde bombshell. Burp. Okay, I know who she is. She's the the one that's with the gum chewing chode. Yep. <clears throat> I love her. She's in Not of the Comet. Not of the Comet. She's the one on my that's shirt uh, getting killed by that Nazi demon thing. Yeah, that's um, Kelly Maroney. That's who the dark haired chick is, or her? Yeah, her right there. Yeah, I love her. She's in Fast Times at um, Ridgemont High. Yes, she is. Kelly Maroney. And, uh,. You gotta love Barbara Crampton. I always thought she was hot. And I don't even like blondes, but she's always been a, no, she's hot. a crush of mine. No, she's hot. And she's a scream. I've jerked off to that thing in From Beyond like 10 times, 100 times. <laughs> Doctor has been From Beyond. <laughs> it hit me. It gets this. It gets the. Yep. <laughs> it does. John, what is that? Scream Queen Hot Tub Party? That's something we need you to find. You spilled beer or something on the floor. I did. I put my goddamn foot in it. She's in the Scream Queen hot tub party. Which who's who is? Kelly Maloney. Oh, I mean she's not. So who's that dark head chick? We'll see the review for this. Hang on. It's a dot. <laughs> As a diehard fan and a Jim Wynarski fan in particular, I can honestly say I never thought I could be so happy. Scream Queen Hot Party. <laughs> he didn't say hot tub party. He just says Scream Queen Hot Party. It was a magical journey of wonder and merriment. This guy whacks it too much. In other words, there were breasts and, simp- and skimpy 90s galore. It's always a pleasure to see these ladies. And before seeing in the movie, I had already pretty much... Seen every film each had made. I agree with another reviewer that Linnea Quigley should have been involved. She is, after all, the all-time unquestioned reigning scream queen, but she did get her own workout video, also with breasts and 90s galore, and scream queen hot tub party and Linnea Quigley's horror workout made quite the double feature. I think you're about to get a Mr. Skin loss. Oh, man. Well, that's her, too, though. That is her? That's the one we're trying to figure out who the fuck she is. Yes. I'm too busy reading about the Scream Queen Hot Tub Party review here. From, that's on uh, Blu-ray? That's from Splendid. No. If it is on Blu-ray, I'm buying it because it's funny. Um, <laughs> you know, I get 911. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Barbara Crampton. She gets like straight nudie in here, I think. Or maybe it's Carrie Emerson. That must be her. I know what she was in. We scrapped it. She was in the... The one with the black hair? She was in... Uh, what do you, you named it earlier? The thing with the ice skate. Oh, Curtains? I think that's what she's from. 
Hmm. She's from something else because I've seen her in the, like the past six months. I've seen her in something we've watched or I've watched. Well, there's the Crampton boobies. We're on the 23 minutes and 28 minutes. We have to go back because I missed it. So. Apparently we missed a lot. I don't know how quick yeah, we missed that's the, that. Barbara Crampton. We're 23 minutes and uh, about 11 seconds. We'll just go from there. You guys can get the exact number here. We're still going. I haven't seen it yet. We're at 23 minutes, 20 seconds. That's when you get the Barbara Crampton. Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Gentlemen, grab your grab your wands. <laughs> the one guy was grabbing Cheez-Its. <laughs> grab your Cheez-Its. Then this whole thing is just Mr. Skinless. She's got a great boobs. She's got a troll face. Like She's gross. But her boobs are pretty goddamn epic. Yeah, they're, they're pretty big. Those are fun bags. Nipples are nice, too. They're airbags. You get in a car accident with her, you'll be fine. That's funny. See, one of them's in Death Race 2000. Hollywood Boulevard. Charlie's Angels in one episode. She was a maxi pad. (laughs) She was Maxine. She was maxi pad. Rock and Roll High School. Buck Rogers in the 25th century. She's on an episode of that. Okay. Um, this is the brunette. Yeah, she was also in Night of the Comet. That's Audrey. Um, no, I know who that is. That's the woman from the beginning of the film. Yeah, I think so. Uh, she was in Hellhole. I know who that is. That's not the girl we're trying and to find. Terror Vision. I think she's that blonde with the rocking boobies. Um, Dick Tracy, Watchers 2. Which is on Vestra, uh, Vestra now. Uh, I think it's Watchers, Watchers 2. They're putting those out? Yeah, apparently. Nice. It looks like that's what this case is right here. Let's see. Double feet. Oh, that's DVD. Oh, that's Corey Hain. He's in Watchers. Um, Yeah, I don't even know. They don't have pictures for a lot of these, so... Just trying to... Pick out what she could have been in one of these movies. House of the Devil. She's Devil's Rejects as Abby. Fuck, man, I don't know. I don't know. But this movie's really good for uh, Spank Bank, so... If you guys... Need a spank bank for uh, some serious horror boob shots, or if you like Dick Miller right here, then you get your spank bank ready. But apparently, this is his same character that he plays. <laughs> the doctor is always there's a gallon of beer in this. I know. <laughs> I mean, it's not good. I've stood in it like three times. <laughs> Tootie's just My feet drinking are it later. Glad Tootie drank. That is her. That has to be. You found her? I think so. Yeah. Friday Part 2? No. God, where do I know her from? 
She's in Devil's Rejects. Who's she in Devil's Rejects? The one that runs off with that fucking mask on her face. No shit. That's who that is, yeah. It's the same chick. She's in all of his other films. What? Does that mean Rob's a fan of this movie, then? He must be. He picked her out, because... But she's in a ton of stuff, though. She's in... Uh, all that stuff I was reading, that is her. Because she's in Watchers 2. She's in Dick Tracy. She's in Warlock. She's in, uh... Whoa, 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 whoa. With Julian Sands? Yes. God damn. Why is Vestron going to put that out? They own that. Yeah, they're dropping the ball on that. They're probably sitting on it. And she's in Terror Vision. She's in Nomads. She's in Hellhole. Uh, Night of the Comet. Wait a minute. Who is she in... In Night of the Comet, she's Audrey. When she's in Rock and Roll High School, she's Miss Evelyn Togar. In Death Race 2000, she's Calamity Jane. And that's the uh, 75, you know, Corman. It's still on. Yep. I've got it on Blu-ray. And there's Dick Miller, Inevitable Death. Thank you. Have a nice day. You know, I actually want that as a, as a notification tone on my phone, so whenever someone texts me, they're like, thanks, have a nice day. I'm going to go back and do that real quick. She's epic, but her face looks like a fucking tranny. I'm going to go back and record this. I'm going to try and get the whole thing on here. Fuck. It's like I'm gonna record five seconds before you do it. Sorry, I gotta get this because it's funny. No, you're fine. I want to hear Dick Miller having an orgasm before I do this. <laughs> Die, Dick Miller, goddamn. Thank you. Have a nice day. The soundtrack is awesome to this. It really is. Now we're back at uh, 27 minutes, or 28 minutes actually now. So, let's go back so to So you're that. saying it's her? No, it's the, the brunette we're trying to find. I don't remember her in Night of the Comet. Not her, the other one. Oh, I'm saying I don't remember that brunette in Night of the Comet. But I guess maybe she is. That was horrible. Whatever. We're it's going to be your notification thing. When you <coughs> I didn't even get all of it. It was just like... You have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get anything. Fuck you. <laughs> Asshole. Fuck you. You can't get this ringtone. That made me mad. It was like two. It was whenever we went and saw Motorhead. So a few years ago, like, um, this guy was wearing a Fear Factory shirt, had her on the the back, said, fuck you, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, of course it did. Like, no, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> the guy That's the guy from Deathstalker. Yeah. That's um, John Turleski. Or the in this movie his 
name is <laughs> Juicy Fruit Chewing Douche. <laughs> if I met him, though, I'd get the slick of this movie. Just like, you're such a fucking douchebag in that movie. He'd be like, I know, man. You want me to sign your Death Stalker? You'd be like, no, but my nerd friend has it. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to sign your <laughs> your Orbit gun pack? Your Trident, it'd be Trident. I'm going to send your Trident gun pack. It's cinnamon. I want to ask him, were you even chewing gum during the movie, or were you just, like, pretending? That's some good Why does he have an airline ticket in his back pocket? <laughs> That's what it looks like. It's either that or he forgot to mail something. <laughs> it's it's really, his gum pack. It's really strange. I mean, seriously, it's really strange. I can't tell if he's chewing gum. He's just a fucking rear end. I don't like him. In this movie, he's just chewing fucking gum the whole time. I can't stand that shit. He looks like Chris Jericho. So like I'm in Fozzie, and I do the lion tamer. <laughs> I'll make you tap out real fast. Except this gum, the flavor just won't tap out. <laughs> shit. And my breath smells like a fucking car fire. <laughs> I thought you said he didn't get killed. I don't remember, honestly. <laughs> See what happens. Usually when a guy has a shirt off, he just dies, so... <laughs> the robot's doing the the, the karate kid. <laughs> he can't open a door. Use the gum for the defense mechanism. He probably gum his circuits up, and he. What the hell just happened? I don't know, but she's got a. Bush the size of Jurassic Park. Did you see <laughs> you it? You can see it in her butt. <laughs> no, not there, but look, Jurassic Park. Jesus. She's like crawling up on in this fish patty. <laughs> she needs a chopping mall for that. <laughs> yeah. She needs chopping shears for her fucking bush. This movie's considered a comedy on IMDb. It's not even a horror movie. <laughs> You gotta look under comedy 1986 on Google when it shows up. I've seen him in a thousand fucking things. There's a nice one. Good job, director. We'll do a Mr. Skinless there. About 32 minutes and 20 seconds. You know, like a close up butt. You can almost see her fucking <laughs> road streaks <laughs> in her undies. You can almost see her, her menstrual crust. Menstrual crust. You should rewind it and call it Mr. Skidmark. <laughs> All right, tonight for Chopping Mall and for Blood Red Throne, we've got a Mr. Skidmark. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> they're not even kill bots, they're washing machines. 
Better con- continue with my jokes tonight. Please hurry up, her. killer. Hurry up. He's like, please Next watch. kill. <laughs> Next kill. Come on. Hurry up. He's like, please watch your clothes. <laughs> hurry up. Next kill. Next kill. Come on. Yeah. Hurry up. She needs to hurry up. She's annoying. <laughs> God damn. Oh. Hurry up. Next kill. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? This is something that I've never knew about this movie. How long are, and why are they hanging out in a mall? Fucking. I guess they live there. I don't know. <laughs> they pay rent. <laughs> I guess they're, you know, a bunch of teenagers. A couple of them work there and they're like, let's just do it for night. That happens. I don't know. <laughs> there's just kill bots everywhere. They have about as good an aim as stormtroopers do. They're somehow missing every shot. I don't too. know that that one had a pretty good shot because it turned her head into a fucking taco. <laughs> <laughs> it did. It was like I need a burrito supreme to go. <laughs> I don't know. I've got to be honest with you. I'm enjoying this. No, it's a good movie. It's it's definitely fun. I don't know. Watching it by yourself kind of sucks. If you watched it by yourself sober and you're wanting something gory, then this is not what you want. No, no that's definitely funny. This movie is really just like... It's so ridiculous that it's funny. <laughs> but, uh, it's definitely worth having in your collection. It, it's not... The, 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 I'm going to tell you guys something right now. The transfer of this, as opposed to the footlong I watched it, wheelchair fuckers, uh, <laughs> is way better. Yeah, that's the thing. Some people don't still to this day don't understand uh, transfers and DVD to Blu-rays. They're like, it's the same thing. Just watch a movie. It's like, well, it, you have a gigantic fucking monster TV, and you watch a DVD on it, it just looks like fucking horse shit. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so you know, so if I watch the Chopping Mall DVD right now, that's one of nineteen other fucking B-movie, like A-movie turds. <laughs> I have to buy Chopping Mall for it. You know, it's... Which one did he get it on? Like, what other movies were on that? I don't know. It was, was one of those like things... Just one of those things from Best Buy that's like... 14, like a ghetto label. It's like 14 horror classics or something, you know, like... It's called like the 14 best of, so... Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And it's, there's... It was the only... But it's not called Chopping Mall in there. It's called something crazy. Um, it's called Decent Breast Shots <laughs> I don't know I can see what the other titles are called I'm sure they're on here if they had other titles on it <laughs> oh yeah the the one on his version is called wheelchair fucker. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what? I, do you know what I don't understand? I wish they would hurry up and just get out of that room. <laughs> they just hurry up, you know. Next person, just come on, just get out of yeah, there. Just push your butt right through that vent. I mean, if they would just go on, you know, <laughs> if they just go on and hurry up. I mean, I like to get back to this interview. You know. I'm serious. I'd I'd like to get back. I mean, you're you're doing a lot right now. You're having to use your phone and drink a beer at the same time. It's a lot to do. It's a lot. It is. 
Now, let's see. The movie was originally theatrically released in March 1986 under its original title, Killbots. So that's what it was called. Hi. I think that's what it's called on his thing. Hi, we got 87 movies on four discs, and we got Killbots, which is secretly chopping while they can't make this sell. But I'm not joking. It was on there. It. <laughs> and what's weird is, and I don't know if you knew this or not, that collection he's got, and I'll show it to you next time we're at his house, Silent Night, Deadly Night on there is called something weird. It's called, like, Christmas Massacre or Christmas Killer. Christmas Hell, isn't that what it's called? I think so. Something yeah. crazy. Cause the original title Because I was that. like, what is this? And James is like, well, just watch it. I'll put it in. I go, but that logo, I go, yeah, you, this is it. And they he put was the like, original uh, theater. But it's one of these, like, I only ever saw these for sale at Best Buy. It's weird. And this this idiot, when I was trying to explain this, Jens was like, oh, I've seen them at McKay's. It's like, yeah, but they're sold from Best Buy. Yeah. McKay's can have anything. Yeah, they don't just like have I wasn't McKay's s- exclusive steelbooks. You know. Jesus. Um, it's like, and that's what I was trying to explain to him. Of course, he did It performed that. poorly during its initial release. I'm sure it did. Uh, <laughs> producers felt the movie's title might have disinterested audiences who might think, based on the original movie poster, that it was a Transformers-like children's cartoon <laughs> instead of a violent exploitation movie. <laughs> After some time, the movie was re-released on video under its new title with over 15 minutes cut. Is this edited or unrated? I want to say this is unrated. What does it say on the back of that thing? The horror movie that Allison and Ferdy are watching in the furniture store is Attack of the Crab Monsters. Which is also a Roger Corman. The film's negative was tied up in a leak. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm dropping bombs all day over here. The film's negative was tied up in illegal limbo. The Lionsgate DVD edition of the film was mastered from a lightning video VHS master. It was shot in 22 days. Kelly Maroney did most of her own stunts. movie poster of another Jim Wynorski film The Lost Empire which I've seen a bunch already is seen in the background of many shots in the restaurant what other movies has this guy done yeah it says uh, John Terleski's character of Mike is seen chewing gum in all of his scenes which is really fucking annoying there are talks about making a sequel I'm going to get you a shirt from, I'm going to have Frat Rags make you a special just a face. Just, you know, chewing gum going I would wear it Honestly, I really would. There was talks about making a sequel after the film rallied to do earn decent office returns. In the back of the shirt, I'll say chewing balls. Oh, shit. This is awesome. I didn't know this. This is actually cool. Filmed in Sherman Oaks Galleria, the same mall used in Commando a year earlier. Most notably one near the elevators. Both films would have been filmed around the same time, but due to budget constraints, Chopping Mall was filmed after close of business. Mm. So that's pretty awesome. And this has a campy commando feel to it. It kind of. I'm actually enjoying this. Now, now, your reaction you had when you watched this last was the reaction I had when I watched it at Jen's. I was like, this is a fucking turd. <laughs> I mean, it is a turd, but it's a watch. No, but turd. you don't understand. Like, I mean, it really I, was, is bad. I was actually mad. I was like, this is a fucking turd. <laughs> it's not like mutilator turd, but it's a turd. But it's a good... But no, but I, I'm not... What I'm saying is... I, and the reason I was saying that, and I want to tell our viewers this... It's a turn Viewers, on listeners. I want to tell people that are... Viewers. I'm a fucking moron. The people listeners. that are... 
Right. Anyone that listens to this, this is the deal with this film. Do not go into this thinking this is a horror film. If you go into this and just want to watch like a late night weekend B movie, it's perfect. Yeah. But if you go into it wanting, you know, mutilations and kills, you need to buy Blood Rage. There's there's ten kills in this movie. No, I know. I'm not saying there's no kills, but it's just. It's not like a. It's I don't know how to describe it. It's just not because when I watched him, I was like, this is a fucking smoking turd, and he was over there going. (laughs) I mean, you, you see... Because he gets his feelings hurt if I tell him anything he owns is a turd. And it's like, Jens, half your movie collection is a shit farm. <laughs> it's like Adam Sandler would be like, you got a good collection. <laughs> um, I mean, you see everyone's tits in the beginning. Like, they're already like, here's our tits, here's my tits, here's my tits. I mean, that's a good opening to it. We didn't see the chick from, uh, the chick that I was talking about's tits. No, you didn't see hers. And you don't see Kelly Maloney's because she's, I mean... Kind of a troll, but she looks like she has a, a nice rack going. Um, despite the iconic VHS cover and ad campaign, the mechanical cloth in gripping the bloody shopping bag never appears in the film. Why would it? That's actually really a stupid fact. Similarly, similarly there is one, only one actual mutilation in the film. The exploding head scene, which we've already seen. Which was amazing. Yeah, it was. That's one of the best exploding head. That that almost rivals the scanner's head explosion. It does. Uh, and the maniac one. Uh, the maniac I don't know. That maniac one. I, and I know Tom favorite. was a butt, but my, it's nasty. <laughs> I don't care. I, I can go back and be like, he's going to be at that Days of the Dead. Tom is? Yeah. I'm like giving him another Blu-ray for him to almost like smash the spine with, but... I am going to try talking to him again. I'm going to do it. I'm going to be like, did you have your whiskey shot or do I need to come back to well, if I told you what he did, the, if I told you what he did to me the last time. I, this is what he did when I, I don't know if I've explained this enough on this podcast, but when I went, walked up to Tom Savini, he wasn't even at the table yet. I was standing there waiting for him to come back because I saw him walking. And he comes back. And it's not like I'm in the wrong for standing there waiting on somebody I want to see, so I don't want to get a fucking line and I can't talk to him because all it takes is one asshole to stand in front of me and then they're going to talk to him for like 45 minutes mm-hmm. and somehow he's not going to get the, the spinal tap where he ruins the Blu-ray disc for me that I paid $30 for <laughs> and $50 for a, additional dollars for a George Merrill autograph. Um all it takes is one guy in front of me to be like, hey, man, fucking Donald's dead and from dust till dawn, man. And it's going to be 45 minutes of me standing there waiting on him. So I stood there and waited by myself. There was no one. And uh, he took, he, he has like a bottle of whiskey or like a whole... Sorry, I had my feet in Coors Creek. Coors Creek, yeah. In Dark River, he 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 has like a whole like solo cup full of like whiskey. Cause it, it's like one of those you know clear cups. And you yeah. can see that it's not beer. It's like booze. Yeah, it's booze. And he just like walks up and he ch- he downs the entire thing. It's like a whole cup full. Of well, it's whiskey. it's real. I'll tell you. I'm with, with ice in it. Well, let me like say one on thing. the rocks bourbon. I'm not trying to defend him. But here's the thing. I mean, he's probably really stressed out. He probably was having a meal with that before. And, you know, he just wanted you to hurry up. Yeah. I mean, that's what I... I mean, seriously, he's like, let's just get this fan over with. (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm serious. I think he's just like, you know, 
Because I know you had asked him some stuff, and he's just like, look, next question. You know, I don't have time to deal with this. Yeah. You know, hurry up. <laughs> you know, because, I mean, he's got a lot to do. He needs to sit there and sip his whiskey and be an old fuck. Yeah. Because it's, you know. I mean, he he's didn't a prick e- machine. He didn't even. He didn't even. <laughs> it's dumb. It, I don't know. He, he didn't even huh. sit down yet. He, like, downed a whole fucking glass full of <laughs> a paper cup <laughs> like a plastic cup full of fucking on the rocks bourbon in front of me and sat well, that's what I'm saying you and, know and sat down and I was like hi I'm Corey and he was like okay I was like wow I should just turn around right now but you know what I'm gonna make this worse <laughs> I was like I'm surprised you don't have any any Martin prints or any Night Rider Prince and he's just wait did you do this one too because I haven't asked you this shit did you go I'm paying for the sex machine photo no I didn't even tell him because he would have just went he would have been like cool I hope you cancel it and do Marty McDowell's instead he's like cool thanks for your money I'll buy more liquor with it I didn't I went and changed it to the um whatever the clockwork orange one instead Who's on fire? And he's a way bigger actor, and it was actually ten bucks cheaper to do. Who's on fire? <laughs> I don't know. I never saw Angus scream in this at all. Of course, I haven't been paying attention. Um, the rest of the victims die either by having their throat slit, being like on fire, or falling to their deaths. I don't know who got torched. Did you see that? They passed a lingerie store. There was a red thong in there. Nice. <laughs> it's a blood red thong. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. It sure was. You guys, I don't, I don't know blood red thong. If you guys have uh, thongs for sale, I know a lot of bands are doing it now. But if you can put out a blood red thong, that would actually be really funny. I know. Hurry up and put them out. <laughs> Oh, wait, you know, it'd be really funny. What would be funny is one of these actors was wearing a red thong. <laughs> yeah, like the dudes. Like the guy chewing gum bends over and he's got a blood red thong. <laughs> God, man, I haven't seen that store in forever. I just saw it just now. You know, you know what this mall also looks like? The one where they shot Fast Times at Ridgemont High? I don't think it is. But it looks like it, though. It might be. That's Angus Scrum in this movie. I, I would have definitely noticed him. He you found be, a photo of him? He must be at the end or something. No, I want a bust of Michael Berryman, like just his head. <laughs> like a little, like, statue. He's a strange looking man. A statue of him. He's awesome, though. He's no, he's, he's a shit. I love him. Hills of Eyes is amazing. We were at one point. We were. <laughs> <laughs> We were in. You had someone that we were talking <laughs> to. We, Michael Berryman would be the, the his head in his hills. <laughs> That's really messed up. I love him to death. I want his head in his hills. Can I say something real quick? I think it's because I've been dipping my feet in Coors Lake. But of course, like, but here's the thing. I spilled beer. Corey right? needs you all need to know this. Corey lives near Coors Lake. I'm left-handed, so I spilled everything <laughs> I have. But, but here's the here's the thing. I want I want to I want to send out a personal fuck you to Sid Haig. <laughs> that, that bald prick. 
for for not for for telling that the the manager person or or whatever her name was that cunt. <laughs> that 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 she shouldn't let us have any other actors because it's obviously what happened. Yeah, he he I was did, a he very wa- good contact with uh, with uh, the talent agent that also apparently had several other contacts of actors I looked up to and people we were wanting to you know get on the podcast. Which you know things happen with that. You get firewalled. I get that. That's <coughs> but that's not what happened. Bottle of Tabasco looks like a fucking Jack Daniels bottle. Yeah, it's goddamn huge. Um, Tabasco and Diet Coke. That's all these people were fed for the twenty-eight days they did on this film. Um, but but he wrecked it. He had to have wrecked it. He's probably he didn't know he was talking about that Gorecrest kid's a little queer. I don't know what happened, but all I know is he's just like you're listening to Phantasm Podcast. You're listening to some quirky fucking bullshit. <laughs> and it was it, that episode. You're just to some little kid in this fucking apartment. I wish you would let us read you. You and I do a commentary over that interview because all it is is yeah, 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 like, yeah. So tell me yeah. about your childhood. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He didn't say a fucking word, and I would. It was a, just a nightmare day. Uh, That's my fault. It wasn't your fault. I I had. Plenty to go off of, but I never. I don't know. I've never done an interview interview by myself. He really hasn't done anything besides that Rob Zombie shit. Sure, he has. He comes to Knoxville, takes pain pills. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> I mean, it's true. He's from like he was born in like 1820. <laughs> he's he's born, a fucking vampire. He was born during the Great Depression and somehow caused the Great Depression, and then. <laughs> That's a little harsh. The truth is, he 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 fought in the Civil War for the North. Yeah, he fought for the South. Yeah, actually, he did fight for the South and, and lost. That's you know, why he had to rob zombie. Had to give him rob, money. Z- rob zombie had to fucking start a Kickstarter campaign so he could eat. But I appreciate him shitstorming us for no reason. We didn't do anything because did you ever check? Because he never he never put us on that side either. Did He's he? like, should I eat my fantasm? But he he never he never put you on his side, did he? He said he was going to put us on his website. And never happened. I don't even think he knows what a website is. He was like, "Do do I have a website?" And they're like, "Yeah, you do." He's like, "Oh well, thought I was supposed to put some fat kid in this apartment on there." Well, what I never understood with him. So God, you not get around to it because you're too busy going to every convention that ever happened to get money. Well, I mean, look, it, it's not a horror convention unless Sid Haig and Kane Hodder, they're getting pain pills. And Bill Mosley. And, drinking, and Bill Mosley drinking butt eyes. Because that's the Titans of four. Oh, there we go. <laughs> God damn. But, I mean, it's it's just ridiculous. I could just, I could, you hear them negotiating, getting them here. They're just like, look... Look, you can have any pain pills you want and as much butt ice as you want. You can have whatever you want. As long as it's butt ice and pain pills, we'll buy you two meals a day from Crystal. <laughs> you can have some Wendy's. And he's just, he's just like, okay, I'm in. <laughs> you tell that little faggot cocksucker, son of a bitch, and his little faggot friend, I ain't doing no more of their pole case. I don't even think he knows what he did. He probably thought it was a goddamn radio spot for something in L.A. You're listening to the Phantasm Podcast. <laughs>
<laughs> I was like, I'm listening to a geriatric old dipshit. <clears throat> what I want to do is have an episode where Ken Frey comes on and whips his ass. Like Dawn of the Dead style. Like zombie style. It's like, here you old zombie bigot. You fucking blow his head off. Yeah, he didn't post anything about that. But we did post that he's going to be on the Food Network. <laughs> what an asshole. I baked my own pie because I was bored. Well, you know, I waited, and I'm not trying to burn bridges, but I'm burning this one because there's obviously nothing coming out of it. And that woman, you know, I mean, it's not a big deal. I mean, <clears throat> I guess her genital herpes were bothering her, and she didn't want to give us another guest. I'm not really sure. But either way, I don't think it's funny to or professional to act like that. But, you know, I mean, we contacted them a couple times, and they fucking did this. And we've had people do this to us and stuff, of course, before. <clears throat> we've also, you know, been rushed through things, which I don't appreciate. But, but the main thing that I don't like is when someone says they're going to put this stuff up there and that woman did promise <clears throat> Corey that they were going to give us... Uh, Michael Behrman was one of the people she represented, so that's what got this going tonight. But, you know, it's just it's just bullshit. You know, I don't think it's fair, but whatever. I guess, as my dad would like to remind me constantly, life ain't fair. So, which is a horrible thing to tell somebody when they're upset. <clears throat> hey, I've had a horrible day. Life ain't fair. <clears throat> But, but yeah. So, anyway, I, I probably shouldn't say that you probably should edit all that out, but either way, you know. Fucking clown bastard. <laughs> it's, just, it's just bullshit. You're listening to the Fan Krasm Matcast. <laughs> the way he even says it, it's like, it's like, is this an episode of Mr. Rogers? <laughs> It's a beautiful day in the podcast. A beautiful day in the podcast. Won't you be mine? Yeah, the shitty thing. I was so excited for that for that interview, and then uh, I know you you guys should have heard the original intro. It was like yeah, it was playing this Rob Zombie stuff. It was like yeah, and then Corey was going to be like yeah. This will make you puke. You ready? Okay. This will actually make you vomit a little bit. I don't know who these people are, but. Just the picture of it. <laughs> Is that from here? No. People from here can't afford that kind of makeup. Oh, that's right. That's probably like a... <clears throat> but, but anyway, but you know, and and it's fun. But it was, I thought it was unprofessional. I mean, he did the thing with us, but... I mean, the dude's almost 80. You'd think he'd have some fucking class by now. No, he doesn't. <clears throat> When he was shitty to me, like nonchalantly on the podcast, very openly, just like, yeah. You know what he's probably doing? He's probably reading Reader's Digest, taking a shit. <laughs> you know. Oh, that was very annoying. Uh, while I was doing it, he didn't even help me make it not awkward. You know, there was a couple points in the episode where he actually. Uh, you know what I figured he would have done? to kind of salvage it, but I think. For the most part, he was just being a fucking butthole. Well, you know, the thing that bothers me about it was, you know I mean, at least he wasn't like, next question, next question, next question, because that's something he I He basically think. was. That's actually worse, because at least then I get some prompt to be like, okay, I guess I can keep going with this. But with <clears> him, <throat> he would just like, this is his interview. It's like, yeah. yeah. 
If people want a short interview with us, they should tell us and and not just expect us to be psychic and figure out stuff like that. That's my whole point with it. You know, right. you know, if you if you want a short interview, then you need to let us know. We're not fucking psychic. We're also not getting fucking paid. So you know, Corey takes a lot of his personal time away from uh, his other half and and his you know double jobs and every other goddamn thing he has to do to do this. We're not getting paid. I'm not getting paid. And when you do this stuff, you know, people just kind of let us know what's going on. It makes things really easy for everybody. It makes it a lot smoother. Because even the interviews that I wasn't crazy about, it makes it even more uncomfortable when you have, uh, you know, four willing participants and one that's not. Or, you know, too many chiefs and not enough Indians. I don't know. It's just a mess. Yeah. Um, Some people are more respectful than others. Um, it's just God, she just got drilled you can't really ask people to do what you want them to do they're, they're going to do what they want to do and that's it I mean I get it but you know you just be it just it's not something we've run into a lot but it's like at, at the same time it I should have known it was going to happen again we've had so many buttholes Well, I think we haven't had that many buttholes, so... No, but... but and I, and I want to air this out here. Fucking Derek Roddy was a shit. <laughs> you know, this was a long time ago. He was a fucking cocksucker. Yeah, we're going to have uh, and that episode put out eventually. It, he was just such a horse's ass <laughs> for no reason. And he was really rude and unprofessional. And there's really no reason to act like that, you know. He was the, he was the worst. We've had some other ones that weren't that great. It was like I had a fucking gun to their head. You know. Another one, which I'm not going to mention the name, that would rather smoke fucking dope than fucking (laughs) do the goddamn interview. Act like I'm supposed to give him a fucking hand job afterwards. It's like, well, all you did was plug a bunch of shitty deathcore bands and some goddamn Red (laughs) Bull-esque knockoff drink or music label during it. (laughs) You know, you know who you are. It's fucking rude. (laughs) Uh, it's just ridiculous. I'll go as far to say that. <laughs> Not only was Derek Roddy a horse's ass, he was also a scrotum. <laughs> he was a fucking snake handling hillbilly. That's what he was. A fucking cocksucker. But whatever, you know. I mean, it's the truth. It was fucking awful. He fucking made fun of like half our guests and stuff. He did. Although, you know what I really want to do, and I just want to be honest. He's like, they can't get a real drummer because they shook. I would, I would love to get him on here with some of our other shitty guests and just let them duke it out. You know what we need to do? While we're on the podcast with like guests, like live, we need to just have already sampled stuff from that Derek Roddy interview and like play it during it, and they'll be like, "What?" You'd just be like, yeah, Nile sucks. <laughs> You'd be like, what? Hate Eternal sucks. Yeah. Nile sucks. Well, they just paid me some money, so I went and did it. Mike Portnoy sucks. I just handed my snakes. It's cool, man. You know. Well, because, well, I, I mean, when, if you guys, when you guys listen to the interview, I asked him why he tried out for Dream Theater if he hated him. And he couldn't give me a fucking answer. Yeah, he just said, well, I really wanted to be in a band that had a lot of money because I'm just a session drummer or something like that. So. He had some, but it was just ridiculous. And then he starts making fun of the founder and it made me mad. And then he starts telling me I'm butthurt because I like Mike Portnoy. And it's just like, if you don't like Mike Portnoy and you like that band, there's a problem. 
But yeah. I don't. But it's uh, just you, my my point being is is if you have to act like a fucking uh, a deer's butthole <laughs> before a hunter shoots it, you know, you don't have to do it on our show. You don't have to, you know, you just don't have to do it at all. And that's that that episode. God, I, looking back on just thinking about it right now was awful. I mean, even the we should have known because we we actually, which we never do this, we recorded um, a video. Or not video, goddammit. We recorded um, the episode, like the movie review, before we did the interview to hype it up, did to get we? ready for it. That was the, the Texas 2. Oh, yeah. We recorded it before we even did the interview, and it was awful. <laughs> like, we yeah, just, we just, shit be- storm. we just became unhinged and, like, just were really mad about nothing for no reason. And then the Derek Roddy thing happened we're like oh it's okay we have this interview that we hyped up and then the interview is garbage so like the whole thing is just a fucking <laughs> it's a fucking steaming pile and uh, we're gonna put it up eventually I mean we've we've had some we've episode. had some really amazing people on that were really cool mostly like 9 out of 10 were you know and some of the interviews you have you have a lot of willing participants and maybe one asshole Right. Or you know, there's always something. It seems like, but we've we've had some bad ones. There's been some pretty bad. They could it could always be worse. You know, some of the ones we've had. But right. um, you can always have some where people uh, could be a little bit more willing. But like I said, if as far as an interview length, or as far as what you want us to talk about, or not talk about, you know, I'm not psychic. You know, we had some rough edges with uh, with the. Um, some other interviews that I'll, I don't know I won't even bring up, but we've we've had some where they were difficult, and it wasn't it wasn't just uh, anything recent. It, there's some we did a f- few months ago that I I'm looking back on. I mean, he, the interview the, the guy that sounded like a fucking hateful cocksucker through half of it, and it was just like, okay, well, I don't even know why we did this. You know, if you're just going to be a fucking horse's butt, it's like, you know. Well, I don't know why you didn't just call call in. And, I don't know why you just didn't call in and fart in the fucking mic. Does it serve the same purpose as being a shithead? This movie is fucking awesome. Hang on. This robot I mean, just like trolls this dude. There you go. There you go. That's the truth. If you if you don't want to be on here, <laughs> on. just call us yeah. up and fart in the mic. Hang on. Actually, watch this. He starts throwing shit at it. This movie's great. <laughs> That's the Phantasm podcast right there. We, but I mean, just just for example, like you throw know, shit at you, throw it right back. If if you really, I don't, I don't know why, and and it's <laughs> fucking dead. We we would have got more out of it if you if you just called in and been like, hey, this is blah blah. <laughs> or just because uh, that's what I think of your podcast. If you're already, because I mean, Sid Hay could have done that. <laughs> he uh, was Derek, doing Derek, that. Derek Roddy could have done that. He was actually. I mean, getting, there's he several was actually sitting done down it. on his toilet with his hemorrhoid ass, taking a poo. But uh, this is like this one robot that's standard the test of time is still I just don't I don't know why what the point of it was it's like you know it's the same thing as sending me the thumbs on Facebook I just want to be like I want to send you back a bird <laughs> or a poo no just a bird I just want to send you back a bird saying you let me know what I think a, of that you want to send back a picture of your 
Send me that thumb. Your current drop. You, it's you, like a turd. you don't know how to top, so you send me an emoji of a goddamn thumb. It's like, well, then I'm going to send you one of me flipping you off. <laughs> you know. Or maybe me send you a family photo with it on fire. I don't know, but I don't like I don't like getting that thumb thing. It makes me mad. I'll send one of these killbots after you from this fucking film. Yeah. But no, it just you know, and I I think in a lot of pressure situations, you and I've salvaged the best we can. But I mean, you know, there's an interview that I did last year at Summer Slaughter. I don't know how you salvaged it. I'm not saying who it is, but I don't know how you salvaged it. Because you know, it's it's hard to do that when people well, people don't want to do it. It's like, well, why did you have me come down to do it if you don't want to do it once I get there? It's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do then? It's I don't know why you just didn't come in and fucking while you were stoned just tear off a fart in the mic and I could have just walked off. Because that's how it felt. It felt like you just farted all over me that night. You know, you walked in and let your old bowels move all over me. It's like, hey guys, I don't really have time for an interview, but I got a lot of gas, so if you just want to record me passing off. Hi, this is blah blah from blah blah. That's a big ass spider. That's the only thing that makes this a horror movie is those fucking spiders. Ugh. movie's just funny. Better watching it now than it was. You know, that's something else I want to say. It means a lot that you'd rather tear a fart off on me than than have a conversation that you'd agreed to a week prior. It's unnecessary. You could have just been like, hey, fuck off. But whatever. You'd been like, hey, uh, I'll probably have some gas whenever you're in town, so if you want to record an interview, I'd be glad to do it as long as I have gas. <laughs> I just sometimes, I, for, I forget, you know, you have to forgive me because sometimes I figure, I think we're interviewing uh, death metal bands because that's what we try to do is horror stuff and, and death metal related stuff. And instead I get, I get, I get one of, uh, I didn't know I was interviewing one of the members of U2. <laughs> or the Beatles or the Backstreet Boys. I don't know what's going on, but... It's ridiculous because I didn't know that I had to schedule things with somebody that I thought would be down to earth. So, you know, it's it's disappointing. It's for Corey and I both to have to fucking deal with it. Especially we're not getting fucking paid. I mean, I can sit here and watch movies all day, but I have to make time to talk to people, you know. And uh, especially people I, I look up to, so. <laughs> yeah. Last thing I want to hear is uh, <laughs> people just like farting in my mouth when I'm yeah. I understand we may not be what you expect. Um, I don't know what people. That's just you know. It's a good question. I actually, what are they are they expecting? You know, are you wanting? I mean, like I've got to be honest with you about when this. You were Twelve years old. I don't know how many times we've done this and we've recorded with Skype. Well, what middle very very rarely does somebody want the camera on. I mean, it's just like you know. I, did, I, I guess they wanted. I guess they wanted to but I mean, were you, were you wanting a jerk show? Maybe if we were naked. <laughs> were you wanting like a jerk show? Were you wanting to see me whack it? Maybe if we were women. I don't know. I don't get it. It's just weird to me. It was just like, I wish you'd turn the camera on. It was me on the toilet. <laughs> I'm dropping a hot pile. I wish you put out your broadwurst. 
We're hungry. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. I just don't understand what I what I did wrong with that. But apparently, we were hungry for a shit sandwich. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't know. Apparently, our mouths were just open like a toilet. <laughs> it was a, it was a <laughs> free scop toilet. We were ready to flush. <laughs> it's a free scop toilet, apparently. But whatever. I don't understand that, but. But, but you know it's not it's everybody. Blood it's blood red plunger. It's, <laughs> it's like last year. You know, people. We we were we were at this thing, you know, and it was it was more important to go, you know, smoke a joint, and and drink a bunch of beer. Thinks he's fucking Wu Tang Clan, right? It's like you, you'd Dog. rather you'd rather go have all this stuff than do the interview you promised me, and then when you get back there, you get all pissy and weird, and you're acting. You know, it's just ridiculous. I don't know what I'm supposed to do to fix that, but, you know, I guess it's because I didn't want to interview a bunch of fucking deathcore bands. So, but as I was told recently, apparently deathcore bands know more about metal than someone that actually lived through it. So, uh, apparently, like, I don't, I don't like, know anything about death metal. Apparently, that's only that's it's like only the part for in this movie. Do. It's like huffing paint. <laughs> Like, let's go half paint and listen to Deathcore. Okay. Grandpa. You know, when I was a kid, I actually threw paint thinner in a fire. Damn. Yeah, it exploded. Shot off like a fucking RPG. Like, past my head. I was like, holy shit. My mom was like, what are you doing? My bad. I was like, what? It's just paint thinner. She was like, it's highly flammable. I was like, I know. It just blew up. It, it made for a pretty awesome Michael Bay fire, though. It was nice. Oh, I bet. Nice explosion. You know, it's nice when you can make an explosion happen in your front yard. And she's like, "You have a nice day." <laughs> Hurry up! Have a nice day. <laughs> this is how my day went from the time I, I woke up. Somebody was like, have a nice day with a flare gun and just like blew me to fucking smithereens in a mall. I mean, it's one of those things where people, you know, when you do... All I was doing was trying to have a nice day and then it's like, have a nice day. My brother usually shit bombs mine. <laughs> you know. With different colors of paint. No, I just wake up to his nightmarish hell of bullshit, you know, but whatever, there's nothing you can do about it. I could sit and bitch about it, but but yeah, I'd say that's about appropriate for for Saturday. Mm-hmm. And of course, guys, coming up next, we've got uh, the Norwegian brown asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 get you get to hear this prick rushes through the whole fucking interview. <laughs> That's all he does. He just... His qu- name is Bosco the Bosnian. <laughs> I can't even... We couldn't even get a fucking word in edgewise with this prick. Um, I know this will never make the lot of day, but... <laughs> he was a fucking rat bastard. <laughs> the best 90210 head sketch ever... <laughs> 
But the thing about it is, blood red the 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 entire band was cool except for that fucking <laughs> except for that what I'd like to do is have him fucking called in interview me <laughs> I'd like him to inter- interview me and all I do is fucking pull my ass apart for it my said so except for Jafar who's really rude because I found the lamb first <laughs> The return of <laughs> I want him to interview me, and every time he asks a question, I just tear off a fart. I'd eat like a bag of crystals and a fucking sonic chili cheese cone and just tear off a fucking fart every time he said something. Yeah, the whole thing. Blood red sack. You know, and when you're when you're in a band that was started by somebody from Emperor, it's a little. Even though the, the thing was, most of the people were really cool, and I appreciate you guys. But your guitar player's a fucking dime bag Daryl clone douchebag. We can't. I didn't know I was on late night with with Ivan Bronhorst. <laughs> It's late night with Ivan Bratwurst. <laughs> Special guest, everyone else from Blood Red Throne. I, when I record vocals, I was fucking my son. Because <laughs> that's Bosnian as fuck. But we didn't get to talk. We didn't get to talk about anything because he kept muttering. That it felt like that interview was 10 minutes long. It was like 20, so... Because he was just like, come on, come on. I'm like, what the hell are we doing around the world in 80 days with fucking (laughs) every band? It's like, the fuck are you talking? I mean, you think we were interviewing the goddamn Beatles. It was just like, ugh. But yeah, I don't even have it in me to be like, coming up next is Blood Red Thong. (laughs) Yeah, it's because, I mean, I I bet Emperor would have given us like an hour, which is pretty sad. Because they're at least they Jesus. They're like a way bigger band. Like if I, if I... I bet the cannibal guys, the ones we haven't got, would give us more time than that. And even if they didn't, I don't think he would have acted. I don't think he'd be like, next question, next question. There's nicer even, ways of going, okay, guys, are we good? Even Sid Hay gave me 40 minutes. That's pretty damn sad that I dragged out 40 minutes with Sid Haig, who, despite the fact that he was a fucking rear end, at least... He's a Hollywood actor that gave me 40 minutes and somehow Blood Red Thong can only give me 10. Okay. I just don't understand that. We want to rehearse now. All right, let's do your final thoughts. Air, air, air. Our new record sucks. Air, air, air. I'll put that in later. I don't want to hear that. John Tardo right now. <laughs> we need a new we need a new outro thing too. I don't know who if if you listen to that new song it's awful. Oh I bet, I believe you. I'm not just like we're trying we're trying to stay on the wagon. It's awful. It sounds like a metal core fucking <laughs> tuna's fart. <laughs> like I could smell it, it's so bad. You just gotta listen to it, it's really fucking awful.
is really bad. Final thoughts, the new obituary. I haven't heard it yet, but it's fucking trash. <laughs> no. So, cool. what'd you think of that chopping mall? Final album. Maybe you could <laughs> cut this into like a 30 minute chopping mall thing. Final album. <laughs> Hold on. We need cash. <laughs> No, uh, Chopping Mall's great, though. Uh, I thought Chopping... I think Chop, this Blu-ray looks good, and it looks like it's got some special features on it. It looks really good. You know, upon another viewing, it's actually fun. It's better to watch with it, with a crowd. Um, watching it by yourself, it's just kind of like, this movie kind of sucks, but, you know, you learn to appreciate it. Um, you know, it's it's a B-movie ensemble cast. You know, it's, it is. It's got Dick Miller and Robert Crampton and... John Terleski and uh, Tony O'Dell and, and all these B-movie actors that have been in a lot of other really good B-movies. So um, The effects are really nice. And uh, the gore, when it's there, is pretty fucking awesome. And it's, it's I think it's funny that the credit shot her is like... Yeah. There's a nice head explosion that's worth that's worth watching. Um, there's a lot of tits in it. So you get to see Barbara Crampton frontal shot. That's pretty nice. Um, there was a coach shot her. No, like her, you know, top shot. Oh yeah, I thought you. I thought it's like Which I didn't nice. see the coach shot. Yeah, that's that's good. She's a nice. She got a nice set. So uh, that's nice to see on Blu-ray. Uh, on Boo-Bray, it's pretty nice. And, uh, see, haven't seen any special features. It's pretty loaded with those. So yeah, it's definitely worth buying the best from Blu-ray. And, uh, people waited a long time for this to come out to have as a collect a collector's item, so it's worth being in the collection. I feel like it's Bob Ross right now. It's like, Queen Blue Christ, the shit already hit the fan, and uh, Chopping Thong is over. And then coming up, we got the Bosnian Quartet with... Uh, Next up, we got the. You know, I guess it's wrong, but I guess I guess next up, guys, is uh, what I wish would have happened, which is Gall would have showed up with a shotgun. <laughs> but whatever, you can take all that out. But yeah, I like this movie. I think it's good. Yeah, it's really good. Um, it's just not like a horror movie with slashing and gore. I mean, it's there, but this is more just kind of fun to watch. It's. it's it's just funny. It's a funny movie. Um, it's listed as a comedy as a lot of things. <laughs> it really is. It's like a... Yeah, if you're buying it, don't take it too seriously if you've not, never seen not, it. I don't think it was supposed to be a comedy, but it's, it's so fucking funny. And just, but it's a comedy. It's just stupid. And Barbara Crampton is uh, right up there with Lenia Quigley on her, on her acting on this. Uh, but it's it's worth watching. It's fun. It's worth having in your collection, so definitely pick this up. And uh, now we will leave you with <laughs> leave you with Blood Red Throne. Uh, so have fun with that one. Uh, you might want to just hurry up and skip on past that one. I want to hurry up and just get to that interview. You can listen to our uh, 
time lapse where we go from five minutes to zero. <laughs> Phantasm game show where we see how many questions we can get out in 10 minutes <laughs> while people eat food. I guess if we were some fat douchebag from California, we would have gotten like 40 minutes because I'm like, you're credible. But since I'm from Florida and live in my apartment and I work two jobs, I get the shafts. Yeah, the whole thing was. I think when I asked them what bands they liked from America, they named like Napalm Death. It's like, you're a fucking retard. <laughs> <laughs> this is even from Blood Red Dawn. I should have been like, do you like Don Bagdero or are you just, are you just a cosplayer? <laughs> Here, I've got an idea. Here's a media plug for you. Hi, this is Dr. Vincent West. Fuck Blood Red Dawn. <laughs> Please hurry up and break up. This is Dr. Vincent West, Phantasm Podcast. Fuck Blood Red Throne. Hi, this is Corey Gordkreis from Phantasm Podcast. And uh, I wanted to get rid of your your uh, CDs I had, but, so I just put them in the free book case. <laughs> <laughs> They're still there after six weeks. But Anthony might steal them. Oh, you can buy the new Blood Red Throne at Marshall's. <laughs> we also have it in the Starbucks new release section. You can get the single. And don't forget to check out... Uh, have a nice day, but hurry up. <laughs> Alright, next question, please. Ivan, I've got a question for you. Why are you being such a pushy asshole? <laughs> Thank you guys for listening and uh, enjoy Blood Red Throne. We had a good time. And uh, stay fucking gory. <laughs> How's it going, man? Check this shit off, brother. Damn. We got suckers. We got beer. We got some whiskey somewhere around here. <laughs> Damn, that's awesome. <laughs> the drummer. Fault. <laughs> Go. How's it going, man? Man, we're just fucking... We're about to eat. Uh, Donnie. Oh, let's let's oh, eat, eat there. there, man. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's a nice practice it's space, sir. Put it coming, shit, man. So we're all just gonna sit down, grab some fucking food, and uh, have the interview while we are uh, eating. How's that sound? All right, do what you gotta do, man. Sounds good to me. So where about in the states are you now? Uh, we're in Florida right now, in the United States. Which, which state? Uh, Florida. Florida, yeah, yeah, I knew that, knew that. I have so, that same uh, shirt, but I have the, is that the long sleeve, uh, none so vile? Oh yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a short arm. <laughs> yeah, I got that one too. <laughs> Uh, Besides the bloodbath, that's my favorite shirt that I wear. All right, all right. Fucking <laughs> oh, yeah, hell! Ay, 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 ay! I'm gonna grab some fucking food. We gotta have ourselves an interview. <laughs> interview or not? Who are we talking to? This is shit. 
Oh, I am uh, Corey, and I'm here with Vince. With Vincent, we're from the Phantasm Podcast, so it's great to have you guys on. Hey, nice, man. From the U.S.? Oh, yeah. Nice. What town? Oh, they're Clearwater, Florida. Florida, all right. Wait a minute. Can you you see us? Yeah, I can see you. Now I can see all you fuckers. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Who are we talking to here? Uh, Let me see if I can change the thing over. Let me see. Sometimes it doesn't work well with the camera. Let me see. There you go. What's going on, guys? (laughs) I got the Bruheria shit on right there. Seeing it. The Trump shirt. <laughs> and you guys are having a feast over there now. There we go. You good? Good. All right. You can hear us okay? Thank you, guys. Thank you. Awesome. Everyone say hello. Give him a good. I just had a toast here. Hey, look at hey. <laughs> Saturday. Right? Hell yeah. It's a good well, way to. All right. <laughs> and uh, where are you guys right now? Um, where is the practice space you guys record? Are you guys right. practice? Chris Evans, please. We, we live all over Norway, but we got a uh, nice and sound up. Uh, one is for Dodd and Freddie. You guys were on Monument of Death. I guess that's uh, 
the first thing we'll talk about. Yeah. How's it going, guys? <laughs> Hello. Bring it on. And uh, how'd the process for that go with the recording and uh, maybe the, you know, what got you guys influenced to record that record? Monument of Death. Yeah, Monument of Death, yeah. reception when that album dropped for Monument of Death, you know, was it pretty well received from fans and was it pretty quick or did it kind of happen over time? Well, the drill never had fans. <laughs> um, no, everyone was expecting uh, black metal from uh, Norway and especially since uh, Short was in the band from Emperor. But uh, Short and I always had a passion for death metal and uh, yeah, we didn't think about it. We didn't think that we had to play black metal because we were from Norway. So, uh, fuck that shit. We, we had a passion for death metal and uh, it was fucking great to do a death metal album. Right. So, yeah, I mean, the fans were totally happy with the album and, uh, yeah, we did a stunt with a razor blade, you know, and all that shit. So oh, yeah, you had like a, uh, a limited edition thing that had a yeah. like a box set or something had a razor blade in it. Yeah. Printed uh, in our own blood. Yeah. Uh, That's pretty extreme. <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever done that or still has never done that. So that's 
Definitely something that Blood Run Throne invented. Hopefully you'll have some people following your footsteps. <laughs> have any fans been crazy? They're like, yeah, I licked it. <laughs> Are you from Bosnia? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. I haven't talked to anyone from there yet. Um, what about the the touring cycle for Mighty Men of Death? Did you guys play some cool shows with uh, some killer bands? How did that work out? What wasn't near the last question? Oh, uh, uh, touring for Monument of Death. Or festival shows, or have yeah. any notables? You're talking like 15, 15 years back. Uh, Freddie didn't tour. I, I didn't tour uh, with Blood Red Dawn uh, after the album. I moved to another city. Oh, wow. Uh, and recruited... Uh, when, I, when I quit, I recruited... Eston based on Pulsu, who okay. on, the, on the album number two. He's wow. The, uh, the drummer of The Sickening. Uh, okay. Grind the death metal from uh, Christian. Cool. How to check that out? Yeah, you have to do that. Of <laughs> course, everyone so listening, if you haven't heard it, check it out too. So he was the first drummer doing uh, live uh, gigs. With, uh, uh, the uh, the first tour was Primordial, Ancient Rites, Septic Flesh. Nice. This is like 2002, something around there. Right. So that was the first tour. Wow. That was amazing. Yeah. That was nice. Now, what were the first uh, American death metal bands you guys played with? American death metal bands? Uh... Shit. I guess at some festival many, many years ago, I guess. <laughs> Toured with or played with? Either one, if you can remember as far back as you can, maybe the first ones you guys paired up with on a I festival or a tour. That was uh, 2010. Yeah. Right. The tour with uh, Jimmy Bogia and then Snape. Okay. That, that was the first tour in the US, but uh, I guess we played with before that but uh, that was actually the first tour of, I don't know yeah my it was uh, my first <laughs> tour with, um, with Robert Brown so it would be would have been your is that your yeah, first tour exactly awesome one song so uh, it is how it is <laughs> and, uh, later on it was uh, after I joined also, then we right. Our, um, oh, that's yeah. awesome. That was your first one. Your first yeah. Wow. Nick, Bill from Decrepit Bird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bill's so great, man. You have no idea. We drank so much <laughs> beer and everything. It was like I was pissing out of my ass for several fucking days. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, it's a subrogation, uh, still friends, so we uh, always hang out with Ken and I am lucky. Hell yeah. And Cat, Cat will do a Oh, shit. Oh, my God. We met at the subrogation more than they did. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, people, people, my band
My band members, they're uh, complimenting my food. <laughs> <laughs> so you made all you made all the food. Freddy is a bit slow, slow, but you know. So what do you what are you guys eating? What did you make for him? It's uh, like a Bosnian dish. Mm-hmm. It's not from Bosnia. Oh wow! Okay. It's uh, like uh, chicken uh, and rice and taters and uh, onion and paprika. Oh, cool. That sounds really good. So, next question. I'll let you go to that one. Be affiliated with it. Yeah, the uh, affiliated with suffering. Um, <clears throat> you guys want to talk about the uh, recording process and tour cycle for affiliated with suffering? Of suffering, boring, recording. God damn it. Asking these questions being <laughs> We're digging some shit up here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as Freddy told, uh, as the base concert from the sickening was the next drummer in Gorat. Uh, and he uh, recorded uh, affiliated with the suffering album. Okay. In uh, 2002, around there. Uh, we went for nice. the old school sound like that. <laughs> uh, some people like the production of that album, uh, some not. Uh, I don't remember it before the uh, after that album. I guess we did some shows, but I don't think there were any tours after that album. Like festival shows? We just went straight to the After Genesis album, and then we talked a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did. We did some uh, some single shows in, in Sweden and yeah, in Scandinavia. But I don't think we did any European tours or whatever. But uh, the recording process was uh, amazing. It was good. Uh, we did it here in, in the hometown, and uh, it was a good vibe. And uh, Eston was playing like hell, so that was a good time. Oh yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and then uh, we go to. 2005, which is Alter Genesis. This now you're on Earache Records. Talk about uh, how you guys got brought on to Earache. Actually, they they heard about the uh, I think, and they want to sign us because uh, they really like the first two Oh, Of course. Uh, we knew that we had a fucking killer album going on. Yeah. It, so uh, we, we were fucking ready to take the next uh, step, you know, to a bigger label. So um, I guess people were talking about the Blood of Thrones at that time, and, uh, and, uh, and they liked what the, what the oh, album yeah. did from the previous album. So yeah, it was amazing, you know, to sign on Eric. Record. I mean, they had a lot of the bands that we enjoyed in the years. Definitely. I mean, back in the day, uh, was a fucking great label, you know. Oh yeah. Not today, but twenty years ago they were. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we were kind of proud, you know, to sign with that label. So uh, I'm happy we did it. Of course, it went a bit uh, downhill. Uh, right. The next album after uh, but uh, you know, CD sales and all that shit, digital and uh, downloading and all that shit made it. Difficult, you know. Yeah. Of course, they want to make money, and uh, yeah, I don't understand it. 
All right, next question. <laughs> All right. Um, was Smite your first music video yeah. that you guys did? Come again. Was uh, Smite your first music video you guys recorded? Actually, it's not a professional music video or official music video, but I, I don't know who did that one, but uh, it's, it's from one of our live shows, you know, and uh, right. the music is uh, in the background. Uh, I think the first official music video is actually uh, Taste of God. Wow, okay. Uh, but, but of course, uh, this mic video, uh, yeah, we played it uh, years ago live. Yeah, we did. No. And where was the live show? All the guys had banging, and uh, I think that's the video that has most views so far, actually. So most views. <laughs> I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> anyway, great song, and we always include it in our live set. Nice, nice, awesome. Always. So, and then. I don't. It's. Uh, I don't want to hurry anything up, you know, uh, or uh, you know, uh, this and that shit. But right. we back to practice. We so next question. Next question. Night. Next question, gentlemen. Well, we will go all the way to totalitarian regime. Bring in Ivan here, so then we're kind of closer to the the full lineup here. We're getting there. Uh, talk about Ivan real quick. How you. Join the band, and now you're on Severed Records for this album, and we'll go from there. Well, it was uh, 2009, and I saw on uh, heavy metal point dot Norwegian metal site. Uh, right. Blood Red Throne were searching after. Um, live uh, guitar player right was like oh, I gotta check this out <laughs> send a mail to Daniel came on audition kicked everybody's fucking ass <laughs> <laughs> rest in peace and, then, <laughs> and now I, I got the get job rid of him. <laughs> yeah <laughs> got the job and uh, uh, when it comes to writing it was uh, a little bit what are we going to do, you know, because uh, Blunder Throne fans want Blunder Throne. They don't want any... Of course. Whatever shit. They have to <laughs> Not Blood Red Throne. Noise. We've got some noises, right? we got some feedback. It's my voice chair. Yeah. <laughs> I got the chair. <laughs> they always blame the chair. Um, oh, we need the whole ass, man. We need the fucking whole ass right here. And uh, the self-titled record, 2013, you bring in... Bolt and I'm gonna try to say your name right. Is it Ol or Ollie? Ula. 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 Okay, Ula and Bolt and <laughs> the self-titled record, which I fucking love. I I listen to that album quite frequently still to this day. It's one of my favorites you guys ever did. So talk about how you guys got brought in and all that real quick. There's me. Ulo, you want to answer? Yeah, the, the self-titled album. That was great. I came in, um, I got to join the band a few months before England, of course. Um, we did a killer album. We even uh, recorded a uh, 
music video from Primitive Killing Machine. Right. You can see me with like short hair and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. It was a very good album. Very good album. It's not the best production though. It's uh, yeah. That's, no, that's uh, <laughs> it was uh, like we the way we intended with that with that album was to like make a statement to people like this is Blood Red Throat. So that's why we we called it Blood right. Red Throat. No, it was meant to be like the um, the final, I guess you can call it the final lineup for the band ahead. You know, right? Yeah. So uh, and it, it was also the fifteenth anniversary. Yeah. So wow. We decided to make. It with this uh, vinyl box, you know? Sure. The and, and, uh, yeah, and there it is right there, perfect. Yeah, we, we, we signed on the tour, we were... <laughs> <laughs> You're really close, <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh. Yeah, on tour, we, we ordered everything together on tour, so we were standing uh, before the gigs, we were standing in behind of a trailer, you know, packing every fucking thing, signing all the posters, back in sure. there. Taking out of the bag you know, all the pins and all the patches and everything, putting it in each box. And we did uh, all the work ourselves and shipped it out from uh, every city we were in around Europe. We just, oh, uh, it's actually here. We yeah. Sent, yeah, I got shipped out of Oh, wow. That's awesome. From the same so it was a really, I, I a think really uh, personal product. Definitely. I was just about to say that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, okay. Zach, this is both the man with the plan. Yeah, <laughs> And then now um, we'll go right into Union of Flesh and Machine. You guys are on Candlelight. Came out of July last year. Made both of our album of the year list. I mean, yep. that album is fucking balls deep. It's awesome. It's a fucking asshole shredder. That's a great fucking record. I was, I loved it. Yeah. Thank you. Made both of our lists top top five for both of us. I'd say for the year last year. Yeah, it's on there. I don't. I can't. I just did that fucking thing. So talk about the uh, going into that record recording, uh, maybe candlelight and all that stuff, real quick. How you guys yeah, got that? Was uh, like a complicated ordeal, you know, because uh, I, uh, for my sake, uh, we started to work on the album uh, pretty early. Right. It was supposed to be released in January last year. <clears throat> um, I was in a situation where I had too much work with the festival and everything, and I couldn't focus on being creative. And we ended up uh, substituting me for our producer on vocals. Oh, wow. Uh, the shows with the band and everything, and I, I was out. But then I came back in, uh, I did all the vocals that he created. Like, I, I thank you for actually doing the, right. the creative process for me, you know. Uh, he, yeah, I, I copied everything from him on this record. Um, and, uh, Daniel and even was working the songs a long time. Uh, uh, on the vocal side, I, I was reading uh, some comments yesterday, actually, about about the vocals of <laughs> this album. How it's, a lot of people like how it's so straightforward, you know, it's not much variation like uh, like the subtitle album. But the, the, the funny behind-the-scenes story to why the vocals is like it is on this album. Right. Is what I made a home studio. And I recorded the whole album during Christmas in my son's room <laughs> next to us. So I did this in the evenings. I didn't want to wake up the kids on the other side of the wall. Right. And then I figured this frequency of vocals. I was talking on Facebook with my neighbor to like, can you hear this? <laughs> what about the frequency? 
which the kids could not hear. So I can sing all night without waking up the kids. And that's why the album is like that. Wow. <laughs> that's why you record at night. Yeah. <laughs> you could listen to it on Christmas. It's a Christmas record. Yeah, yeah, I think the <laughs> album uh, actually. All right. <laughs> wow. The, the, the thing is the controversy with death metal and uh, the kids. Uh, so, gentlemen, last question. All right. Uh, what's the future looking like now for Blood Red Throne? You got that album dropped. It hasn't been out that you know incredibly long. So, uh, what do you got next? Got shows coming up or anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, we were rehearsing tonight uh, for uh, we're playing Blast Fest, my festival, uh, next month. Okay. Uh, first day in my city, so that's pretty cool for me. Wow. Yeah. Well, happy birthday to you. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Hell yeah. And then we, uh, we have, uh, we're working on a tour. Uh, we will probably be back in South America. Uh, also, we're talking uh, about North America now. That would be amazing. Uh, we have like uh, Spain and Portugal. Yeah, we have yeah. A, 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 like a six-day tour in uh, Spain and Portugal, which is kind of cool because we never played in Spain. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fifth, uh, awesome! Fifth Spain European tour, so uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, got a couple of festivals in the summer, still booking, and uh, we will play as much live as we can next year, this year, because last year. Definitely. Yeah, it's, you know, it's been silent. For and I have all my songs. <laughs> Perfect. Well, we're going to jam on uh, New York songs tonight. So that's, uh, awesome. Well, we're definitely looking forward to that. And uh, start now. Um, um, on the fucking Facebook, we'll we'll have this live thing uh, going. You know, so oh, awesome. Be on my fucking page. You know, so cool. Check it out. Yeah. Hell yeah. Robbie is just streaming the rehearsal and stuff. Perfect. Uh, for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, uh, before you guys go, uh, would you mind doing a media plug for the podcast? Uh, just to say, um, if you cannot, if you guys can all do it together, it'd be great. Just say, we are Blood Red Throne, and you are listening to the Phantasm Podcast. One, two, three. We, we are, are Blood Red Tron. You listen to the Phantasm Podcast. Guys, thank you so much. Have fun. We're looking forward to hearing from you again. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Right. Have a good one, man. Hey, you too, guys.